100 years ago, in 1920, the 19th Amendment to the Constitution of the United States was signed into law and officially granted 20 million American women the right to vote. This mass expansion in voting rights was the result of generations of intense activism known as the women's suffrage movement that has had a lasting legacy on the continued fight for equality in America. In recognition of the struggles and achievements of a once disenfranchised majority, Preservation Maryland is honored to present our contribution to the national efforts illuminating this important history, Ballot and Beyond. Hello, I'm Diana Bailey, Executive Director of the Maryland Women's Heritage Center. We're thrilled to partner with Preservation Maryland by expanding the Ballot and Beyond podcast project with stories of valiant Maryland women who worked for suffrage. In addition to featuring suffragists, several of these new podcasts also represent significant women whose historic contributions and achievements have led to their induction into the Maryland Women's Hall of Fame. Our mission at the Maryland Women's Heritage Center is to add her story to history to tell our story in all aspects of our lives. We are especially concerned with representing the critical intersectionality of race and gender in the history of the suffrage movement. As new documentation comes to light, we are sharing the important contributions of African Americans and many other diverse women and men who sought equality, inclusion, and justice for all. Enjoy the podcast and continue to share their stories. This episode of Ballot and Beyond, contributed by the Maryland Women's Heritage Center, was written and is being read by Dr. Amy Rosencrantz. Florence and Bertha Trail, sisters in the struggle for the vote. Never have I been prouder of my sex, and seldom have I heard oratory of greater power. I felt that my cup of happiness was full and almost wept with joy as I realized that I was taking part in a mighty revolution, the dawning of a new and better day for all. These words were written by Florence Trail after she participated in a rally during a 1914 Annapolis lobbying trip sponsored by the Just Government League, Maryland's largest women's suffrage organization. This was lofty praise from a highly educated woman who had traveled the world as an educator, author, and musician. After attending a 1910 meeting where she listened to Edith Hooten Hooker, the president of the Just Government League, Florence decided to dedicate her life to the suffrage cause. She did this ably by helping found a chapter of the Just Government League in her hometown, Frederick, and by serving as its first president. Although Florence was the better known of the family, her mother, Ariana, sister, Bertha, and niece, Grace, all played significant roles in the Frederick suffrage movement. Florence, along with her sister, Bertha, and her mother, were selected to the board of directors for the Frederick County Just Government League in 1911. The directors took turns hosting the monthly meetings, many of which took place at the Women's College, now known as Hood College. At those meetings, one of the sisters would often give a lecture on pertinent suffrage topics. When the Frederick chapter changed their governing structure to a more traditional format of officers, Florence was elected president. As such, she chaired most meetings and even hosted them in her elegant home. In addition to chairing meetings and working to garner support in Frederick, both Florence and Bertha participated in suffrage activities at the state and national levels. Florence represented the county at the 1913 Suffrage March in Washington, D.C., 
held on the eve of Woodrow Wilson's presidential inauguration and at state Just Government League conventions. In 1915, she was selected to represent Maryland at the National American Woman Suffrage Association convention. Bertha ended up attending the meeting in her stead and brought back information about the convention to the Frederick chapter as well as to the Frederick Female Seminary Alumni Association meeting, of which both she and Florence were members. When the Frederick County chapter dissolved in 1917 and became the Frederick County Woman Suffrage League, Florence was once again elected president. The next year, she was elected to an office in the Maryland Woman Suffrage League. Despite her state-level position, Florence continued to support the movement in Frederick, planning and hosting meetings such as a 1919 suffrage rally on the Frederick Courthouse steps. The Trail Sisters worked diligently to win the vote for Maryland's women. Their writing, speeches, and constant activism did not end when the battle was won. Both sisters continued to be active in their community. Bertha was elected president of the Frederick County Republican Club in 1920, where she spearheaded the registration of new women voters. Thank you to our many Maryland's Heritage Center volunteers who researched, edited, and brought these stories to the community by reading these podcasts. Researchers and historians are always seeking information about women and their stories. Our efforts to find and document their contributions is ongoing. If you have letters, articles, memorabilia from your past or in your attic or basement, please share with us so that we can continue to fill in the unsung heroine stories for a richer understanding of Maryland women and their contributions to our history. To donate materials or to make a financial gift in support of this work, please visit ballotandbeyond.org. When you're there, you can also listen to biographies from season one and see historic images and transcripts from each episode. If you're inspired by these remarkable women, please share this podcast with your friends, family, colleagues, and students. And rate us on Apple Podcasts or head over to preservecast.org to make a donation. Thank you. Ballot and Beyond is a multimedia history project powered by Preservation Maryland and our award-winning podcast, PreserveCast. It's produced with financial support from Gallagher, Evelius, and Jones, Attorneys at Law, and the Maryland Historical Trust. With a Heritage Fund grant from Preservation Maryland and the Maryland Historical Trust, Season 2 was researched, written, and read by the Maryland Women's Heritage Center.